to cheer selfie. <laughs> it is um, and I don't even know what week we in. We I in, don't know what day it seven, is. Seven, eight. It ain't eight. It's uh, seven. It's I probably episode seven. Well, sure, you're the host. I'm gonna go with the host. The host is always right. Hostess. Right. Um, so we were just talking about how good we feel that we're like wrapping things up and oh, we're yes. feeling really good about it. And I'm just praying that this just helps someone, <laughs> like just one person. It I better. Just... <laughs> this is God's. We're trying to be in God's will here. We're not like I want to do this. Right. I mean, I enjoy doing it with you. Right? Anything. I have fun with you. As we've talked about in other episodes, you're my best friend. That's right. My very bestest friend. That's right. <laughs> um, That's a cool jersey. <laughs> you like yeah, it? I was excited when you wore that for this episode. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks, babe. I just got this. Do you want one? I'll buy you one. I'm. I don't. I'm not cool enough. Let's be. I can't wear flat billed hats. Definitely can't wear jerseys. I think we should try a jersey on you. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna buy you a jersey. Just see know. what you look like. I think you're cool enough to wear it. I don't know. We just can't wear them on the same day. I wasn't. I was the only one in a business meeting yesterday wearing Jordans. So oh. man, that's feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so proud cool factor has just been Woo. elevated to the next level. Woo, it cost me like a hundred and some bucks. Get but that ego was, checked back uh, in there, baby. I know. Um, I'm fat and old. <laughs> boundaries. Boundaries. We're going to talk about boundaries today. <laughs> Listen, I am like all about boundaries, and I don't think he is. So I'm interested oh. to hear what he thinks about boundaries. That's an accurate, I would say that's an accurate statement. I see what you're saying. It's hard to hear that when you say it out loud, but I get it. <laughs> I get it. I feel like you're taking it deeper than what I really intended it to I, be. No, I, you, no, I think I got to just, I know I get it. Well, let's just see where this let's episode goes. Let's just see where goes. this goes. I'm, I'm bound out of this room. So, um. <laughs> out of the true selfie studio. <laughs> I named it that. Boundaries are so healthy. They are, they are what keeps relationships healthy and they prevent things from happening. Um, let's just go to scripture. Well, hold on. okay. I, you're talking about how healthy are boundaries keep bad things bad out, things out and they keep good things in. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's deep. That, I don't feel like you took that as deep as what. Like when I read that, I was like, oh, you, you only think about, we set boundaries to keep bad things out. Right. Okay. But I think boundaries keep good things in also. But, okay. So I see what you're saying, but we can talk about that, that aspect at the end because that's important too. Okay. I will not talk. I'll set a boundary. <laughs> I'm going to push that stuff outside the boundary for later. Okay. So um, it's preventative. It helps keep you healthy, your relationship healthy. Um, What a lot of people don't do, and I feel like in our marriage we did this. We didn't set boundaries early enough on in our marriage. And when our marriage became to this point where it was just spiraling downhill, Mm. um, it jumped over the guardrails like you were saying a couple weeks ago about, you know, and I think if healthy boundaries are set in place before you get married or when you get married and you guys have a legit conversation about boundaries, what that looks like for your relationship, I believe it will keep your relationship healthy, happy, and prosperous. I truly, I'm a boundaries, I will preach boundaries all the days of my life. Um, you're like, no, I, no, I, I get it. Um, in any relationship, let's not just think about a marital relationship, which is the most important relationship. All of these other relationships in your life that are a lot less important, um, like the lease of an apartment, uh, buying a car, uh, a roommate moving in with you. There are at the beginning boundary set. This is my half of the bathroom. Don't Come over here spreading your germs. This is my half of the room. You set boundaries and all of that stuff mm-hmm. to make sure it goes smoothly and you can live your life. But you're just like, we're getting married. Everything's going to be great. We're going to be together and all that stuff. And we can talk and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm going to keep the TV up real loud at night <laughs> for like two hours. I'm going to set that timer for 120 minutes. I'm going to watch 
TV shows that are inappropriate and I have to listen to it well, for boundaries. <laughs> no, whoa, no, I know. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to the like car shows where I watch cars late at night. No, this is in the beginning of our marriage. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> I old still, Jessie. all these things are just coming out now. <laughs> old, old Jesse, uh, pre, pre Jesus, pre Jessie. salvation. Um, Jesse. But Proverbs 829 says, I was there when he set the limits of the seas so they would not spread beyond their boundaries. And when he marked off the earth's foundations. So when the earth was created, we see boundaries. We mm-hmm. see God valuing boundaries. He knows that there are that the ocean could only go so far. He knew that if it did go too far, that it was going to take over the whole land and there would be no place for people to you know, live and all of this. So boundaries are God inspired created by god he is a creator of all healthy boundaries he knows that there are things in our lives that we can't cross into Mm -hmm. the water could not cross it had to stop there and you think about the just the power in his voice that one command of that two thousand years ago that water you can't this is where this is it for you right here and it still obeys him. Like, that just floors me. But that's a whole nother topic. I know. I could use a little ocean in the backyard, though. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, I'm I thinking you. about it, I'm like, God, if you could just let a little bit of salt water come in the backyard. We have a pond right over here. <laughs> I know, but still salt water. But, yeah, I get it. So, um, it's not a free-for-all. It's life, not a free-for-all. Life Absolutely. is very structured. The ocean is very structured. Uh, how long we can breathe, not breathe, how long we can stay underwater, there are... There are boundaries in our lives, physical limitations, mental limitations, all of that stuff, I believe, designed to protect us and help us through life. Right. And that's exactly what I wanted. Protection. Like, if we don't set boundaries in our marriage, we're telling ourselves and we're telling other people that we don't value our marriage, Mm -hmm. that it's not important enough to put parameters around it, and it's not important enough that we need to keep the enemy out. Mm-hmm. If you're not setting boundaries in your marriage relationship, it is so much easier for the enemy to come in, sneak his way around, and entice you, um, get you to trip up, get you to fail, get you to be, um, you know, whatever it is that your your weakness or you're struggling in. Oh, yeah, you know, it's yeah. it is. A very easy thing, and that is something that we have to have protection. It's identifying that, yes, this marriage covenant is important to us. And, yes, I need to place certain boundaries so I can keep it healthy. If you had, like, a Fabergé egg, you know what what I'm talking about? (laughs) I didn't think you would know what I was talking about. like French. Fabergé? Fabergé. Fabergé. Your French is horrible. I don't have explain any French. What, explain what. You've everybody's had to hear, hear of a Fabergé egg, right? Come on. Yeah. Do you ever watch any movies or any mm-hmm. National Treasure? I mean, any any of that stuff. Um, it's it's an egg that they're old eggs and they're like painted with gold, layered with old. They're like pieces of art, but they're eggs where they have poked hole in the bottom and got all their like gooey stuff out of the bottom okay. and then they paint the shell so you have an eggshell that's crazy valuable and crazy old <clears throat> if you had something valuable and old and delicate and you put it in your house you would probably put it up on a shelf or behind like closed doors or somewhere where you could see it and enjoy it but you would you would protect it right you would put physical boundaries around something that you care about if you have Let's say money. If you have a, a wad of cash, right, Lord, it would be great it. if we were blessed enough to have a wad of cash. <laughs> Just laying around. I know. But you you would not leave it on your your coffee table. Right. You wouldn't. It would be put up somewhere nice and safe. Right. Um, it reminds me of a, a store we went into a couple weeks back. It was a shoe store. And I was just, I guess, surprised that they put shoes, tennis shoes, in clear boxes. Like it was a diamond or something. They're and like expensive had it lit now. up. Like oh, it yeah. was just like it reminded me of the Beauty and the Beast rose. Like 
Oh, like that's, it yeah, was that's super valuable to them. Yeah. And I don't even know if it was valuable. I mean, it probably costs money, a lot of money for a, a price of a shoe. Um, but it could have been like the trendy shoe or whatever, you know? And so it was trendy or valuable or had a lot of significance that they felt the need to put it in a, a shoe. Show. You know what? It, 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 it might've had significance, but what they put that boundary there for probably was not because of the significance of it, but because of the threat that it was under. If it's in a shoe store like that, um, maybe not in a great mall or something, it probably was under threat of somebody picking it up and running off with it. Right. So it, it could have been a cheaper shoe, just something there for display, but it was still under threat. Um, so they had to put, boundaries under it and right. we know that our marriage is under threat right. we know it is right um proverbs four twenty three says guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life and when we look at the word guard there i mean um it's a boundary it's a it's a line a limit that we have to put up in order to keep sin out to keep the distractions out to keep n- unnecessary behavior out Um, When you think of guard, kind of like how you talked about a couple of episodes ago about um, like having that accountability and having, you know, if you're driving a car, you know, we, the wife needs to speak up and say like, we're headed not to a good Mm -hmm. place. Um, The boundary is here and you're over it. You're, or maybe you're walking very closely to that line. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes accountability in a marriage relationship to make sure that we are vigilant and we're watching because we have a very precious jewel in our marriage yep yeah um if you put up boundaries you um that doesn't mean you don't have to pay attention to them you still have to be watchful um at all times you can say hey we're not gonna do this um or if somebody's had um, a problem with something in their past, you can say, hey, you're not going to do that anymore. It's still, it is, it is, you know, it is, is your integrity, your responsibility not to cross that boundary, but it's still, we're still in a relationship together and it's the other person's job to help watch out for that. You still have to guard your walls. Right. Just since a fort is built and walls are put up, doesn't mean they don't still have people on the corners watching. So you do, like you said, you have to stay alert. And um, if there's a boundary put up, it's probably in that maybe not all of them are always a hundred percent agreed on the boundaries. Or maybe, yeah, we need to be about. There needs to be a boundary. I agree with that. But but you want it here, and probably uh, over here's a little bit okay, isn't it? You know. Um, I, so sometimes the person is their feeling is that the boundary is a little bit over there or something. It's like still, too extreme. Yeah. The, okay. it, there's still the other, you, you still need to talk about it. And it's when you, when the person who thinks the boundary is further and they get closer to it and the other person approaches them and says, Hey, you're past my boundary and you're, you're even getting close to yours and whatnot. Um, both people have to be careful. The, the person going to the edge of the boundary, you know, needs to accept the feedback in the right way. But the other person has to give the feedback in the right way and say, uh, hey, honey, you know, we talked about this. And in the past, you know, when you went outside, we, we've talked about it and all that. But you can't just go, hey, you stupid. You've crossed one boundary. You're about to go another one. You're done after that. I don't know. I'm yeah. just trying to. No, that's a There's good point to do with that. There, that's a good point. Um, and like some boundaries are going to sound extreme. Like we're going to share a couple of different ones, I guess that. Oh yeah, I got some. You do? Okay. Um, I got some too. Um, so we're going to share a couple of our boundaries that we've set in our marriage. Um, oh, we're going to share they, ours. I was sharing other people's. Or other people's. Whatever oh, we'll you, share ours too. Um, whatever you feel led. Holy Spirit, please step in. You're just going to tell me if I cross a boundary. Um. But some of you listening may feel like these are extreme. That's kind of what I was trying to say. You may hear us and say, oh my gosh, they don't do that. Like, like why? And it's not so much that 
we don't either like trust the other person or, um, or whatnot. It is more of the fact that we have a lot to lose and we don't want to lose it. Like yeah. our, and it reiterates our trust in that person when mm-hmm. we are actively, um, pursuing the boundaries that we've set. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah. And there's, <laughs> um, boundaries can feel limiting at first, but once you, um, I don't want to say get used to them, but once you're both on the same page about boundaries, there's, there's so much freedom and, and decisions become easy. Something comes up and you say, Oh, nope, can't do that. <laughs> Move on to something else, you know, cause you've already talked about it and you are already agreed upon it. You're just like, I don't do that. Um, so like a personal boundary that I feel like we have set and from day one, I don't feel like, I don't even really know if we like physical or like talked about this boundary. I just feel like it was both instilled in us. Um, and that is not talking about the other person illy, ill. Oh yeah. Ill, ill, <laughs> ill, ill, ill. I don't feel like illy is a word. I just made that up, but we don't talk about, we don't gossip about one another to anybody else. I don't bad mouth Brooke to people. Yes. That I'm not bad mouthing behind your back. I don't vent about you to anybody. Mm-mm. I don't. There's a lot to vent about. Um, too, and you don't I don't vent. take our problems and share them with other women unless it's to encourage and build up. Um, My problems can build up. Oh. Well, I'm saying things that we walk through. If yeah. I can encourage someone and share an experience, but it's never in a sense to badmouth you, to degrade you, to make fun of you. Um, I never, we've never talked bad about the other person behind each other's back. No, that's a seed that is getting that. That's a, a seed that, you're watering and growing. If you're talking bad about your your spouse to somebody, that the a tree of negativity is just growing inside of you. Yeah. And you might well, I'm only gonna do it with this one person now. And then you might end up sharing to somebody else. And then don't forget that they're probably telling other people your gossip. No, not probably. They are. They telling somebody else. Ain't nobody got still lips still traps yeah um but so if something needs to be shared that could be bad um you should seek permission and say why be like hey we went through this i know we barely made it through that situation and maybe we don't want to tell everybody about that situation but this other person over here is telling me stuff and they're they're going through something very similar and i think God bringing us through this and uh, and us being proof could help them through that. What do you think about me telling them about that? Right. I think that so many times we can, especially as women, we can feel the need to vent to our friends, to our sister or to our parents or, you know, to whoever. And it's like, oh, I just needed to vent. I just need to get that off my chest. Mm, I don't, I have a problem with that because a lot of times when you're venting and you're, and you're saying that and you're frustrated, about nine times out of 10, you haven't even brought it to God first in Ooh, prayer. Good. And so why don't, instead of venting your frustration to other people, first vent that to God. And I'm pretty sure he's going to take care of a lot he's of your a frustration. He's a good listener. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he's going to give you the peace that passes understanding. I'm pretty sure he's going to comfort you because that's what his word says. You have my permission to badmouth me to God. To say whatever, and you, that's the f- to say whatever you need because, to. Because, like, I think about that, and I'm like, I think I'm gonna start like, whenever you do something bad or something, God. I'm gonna say, wait till I tell God about this, and oh. I'm like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> like, no. I'm like, I feel like I should start doing that, oh, and that's I think harsh. that um, no, he's my buddy. I feel Don't like he'll him. he'll just bring it he'll out. Think you, different of me. He's going. No. The Holy Spirit is going to convict. Oh, I just can't wait. Oh. Um. So anyways, that was one of the personal things that a personal boundary, like in our marriage that I feel like we've done really well at. Yep. Um, so to, so that's a, it's a great boundary, not sharing with friends and all that stuff. Um, I, I think an extreme violation of that boundary sometimes is sharing details like that with family members. Mm-hmm. I think it can hurt the other person even more if you share because that person's trying to be a part of that family. 
um, you know, things maybe not be going all great and all that stuff. Now you're planting these seeds of negativity that you're, that are probably going to be around for the rest of our, our fleshly lives. Right. Um, so information that you share, not only with friends, but even pay close attention to family members. Um, yeah, because a lot of times you're, I'm not saying that, um, every, every situation would be this way, but you know, my family, your family, they're going to take one side or the other. Yeah. yeah, They're going to be on your side. Yeah. And so, um, and nine times out of 10, you're only giving your side of the, of the story. And so they're not hearing the full truth. Oh yeah. They're only Um, hearing your side of the story. And so, um, just be careful. I mean, mm, I don't know. That's a boundary that I wouldn't never never cross the, if you want your spouse at any Thanksgiving dinner in the future, then you better not be talking bad to your family about, about them because yeah. they're going to be so uncomfortable going there. It, one, one thing that you tell that family and they'll, they'll never let it down. And then they'll be telling their kids about it. And then, and now you're going to be mad because they won't go to your family's Thanksgiving. Because they're mad, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But it's your fault. They're not going. Sorry when I looked at you yelling it like that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that, but that's what it is. Nobody wants to go to an uncomfortable place right. like that. And, and the person telling the secrets and crossing the boundaries is the one that made it uncomfortable. It's their fault. Right. So that's really good. Um, another boundary that I feel like is important in a marriage relationship is protecting your time. Um, I feel like there you should have personal time. Me have personal time. Mm-hmm. You have personal time. Yep. Alone time, however that looks. Um, obviously, family time. There should be time with your family. And I believe that those two things should mm-hmm. be fulfilled before any other time is released. Outside of the... Outside out, of... The marriage, the family. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so spending time with your extended family or hanging out with your friends. Like if you've not, if a man it's like in our situation, I stay home, you work all day. So you're gone for sometimes 12 hours a day. Um, if you come home and I've not seen you for a week, the kids haven't seen you. And then you want to say, I'm going to go hang out with my friends tonight. Mm, That's probably not going to fly, buddy. but I get it because there's a boundary that needs to be set that we put our time. It's a priority. Me and you, my friends are the woods. Yeah. That's your alone time. That's my alone time. No, but that's, that's true. And, and there is an order of precedence. So, um, I don't want to say there's no boundaries, but there should be a godly time. There should be alone time with God. And then, you and I, our alone time should be a priority over our time with our children. Because if we don't have our stuff together, when we're in front of our children, we're, we're not going to be the, the godly parents we're supposed to be. We're not going to be exhibiting the relationship we're supposed to be. Children, God bless them, are, are so good at keeping us busy and oh, away yeah. from each other. Yeah. Um, especially if you have a boy and a girl, yeah. then they're in different groups. They're yeah. in, di- they're in different ages. They're, they're all of that. Yeah. And you do really well at that. There's multiple times that, um, you know, if we, if like, especially during like baseball season, like Jess and Landon have a lot of time together at baseball practice and he wants him to always pitch with him after. And, and we haven't had our time together or seen each other all day. And a lot of times Jesse will say, you know, Landon, me and you've been playing ball for two hours. I haven't seen your mom yet. No, I'm not going to go catch with you tonight, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and, or whatever. There's been multiple examples of that, but you do that really well, making sure that your time is balanced and it is under a priority. You and (laughs) you and I, we have to have time. That's, there's a boundary in it. It is time that. Even if we have to put the baby to bed early when he ain't ready for bed and we put him to bed early to where he's going to get up early the next day. Um, if we haven't seen each other or whatnot, we, we have to have that personal space 
We have to make time a few times a year to get weekends away uh, from everything that's going on. But but the boundary of our time can't it it has to be there. It keeps bad things out and yeah. keeps good things in. Yeah. And if you if you are looking at your marriage and you're like, man, we're we're under attack. We're not getting along. We're you know, look at how much time you're spending together. Mm-hmm. Look around and say, okay, these are the people that I'm spending time with on a weekly basis. And these relationships are flourishing. It very well is going to probably pan out to where you're actually spending a lot more time with those certain people and not with your spouse. And that's why your relationship mm-hmm. is under attack or you feel like it's not where it needs to be. Look around to those places like you know, if me and Kendall are having a great week, then I'm probably spending a lot of time with her and I'm not spending a lot of time with you and our relationship is suffering. Our priority should always be marriage first, kids mm-hmm. next. And when you say our time together, it doesn't count as time together if it's me and you in the front seat of the car and them in the back and we're driving down the road. That's not our time together. Your time has to be where you don't worry about anything except each other. Um, I heard a term the other day about having like a heart to heart conversation and the heart to heart conversation that, yeah, a lot of people think that's just where you bear your heart to each other. But a heart to heart conversation is like when my shoulders are squared up with yours and our hearts are in line when I'm, when my shoulders are square with you and my eyes are on you, my body language is telling you that that's me and you yeah, time. I'm right. not one-on-one. Th- there's not a, a football game on over here. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, I'm not constantly distracted. Um, technology is a boundary. Right. There, there needs to be limits on technology. Um, you, you can't, it's not heart to heart. If one of us has our phone picked up, yeah. it's not the heart to heart. If there's a the football game yeah. on the background. Yeah. It, it's not. It has to be me and you time. The The boundary of that has to keep everything out. Well, maybe there, maybe some food. Maybe there's some food in there or something. But it has to keep everything else out. And it has to be just me and you. Yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of like the time that we can have together is before bed. Like mm-hmm. almost as long as you're going to bed together, um, which I believe is very it's crucial. Highly recommended. That yeah. is a boundary. Yeah, which you should be going to bed together. Um, but those moments before bed, I mean, a lot of times we have 30 minutes sometimes, depending on how tired I am, <laughs> or an hour or two. But yeah. a lot of the times and we're bad at this and I'm sure you guys can relate as you listen is the TV's on. I have my phone out. He has his phone out looking at stuff on marketplace trying to buy just junk, but I um, like to make junk worth some, sorry, keep going. But if we would just, we're like, if you're saying I don't have time, we don't have time. I'm sure you have time before bed. Like you're just replacing it with other things. You're using it as a shutdown time. Now, um, we did hear a good rule not too long ago. Don't talk about have have boundaries for maybe when and where you can talk about important things, life decisions and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of them might be a time boundary where do not talk about big things, um, life changing things, high drama things, any of that stuff. Uh, 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. or something most likely you're not geared up for that. There was, um, so just a few days ago, um, I, I made a comment to Brooke. You mean yesterday? Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> by the time this airs, oh, okay. um, a few days ago, I made a comment to Brooke and I, I saw in her face that it didn't go over very well. And, um, uh, she wasn't mad or anything. It just didn't go over very well. So I let it set for, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes or something. And then I, I think I might even have touched her back. And I was like, hey, babe. I was like, I, I know I said that. I, I hope it uh, It was about finances. And uh, I was like, I, I didn't mean anything by it. You know, let's go, you know, let's solve tell it this me, way yeah, or whatever. Yeah, tell me what, what's upset you. Or you wanted me to like, yeah, talk about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. And you looked at me. <laughs> With I mean, those eyes. <laughs> I don't know which ones it was. But it was a whole face. It wasn't just the eyes. But you looked at me and you said, I'm not in the right headspace to talk about this right now. I said, okay, that's cool. 
I wasn't like, we got to solve it right now or anything. It was only 8.14 p.m., though, because I checked a clock, and I said, it ain't 9 p.m., so... But it wasn't, it wasn't the right time. Yeah, it, but it I wasn't. mean, it's not necessarily like 9 to 9. Um, no, but was, it's... I know, we said 45 minutes. Obviously, that rule doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you are tired, and I was just having a really mental day all throughout yesterday. It's been a so long week. It is okay to say... Now nah. is not a great time. Nah. <laughs> My mental capacity is not there. And that's hard sometimes for guys to hear. We might even, I think we've even talked about it on this podcast. It's like, um, did you want to fix it? I won't right fix now. it now. Yeah. Let me well, get a hammer and a drill. Sorry. We'll stay up late. I want to fix it now, but there, but there's a boundary for when you can talk about big decisions. Yes. Especially not in front of people. Not in front of your children, which we have talked on this podcast. So there's right. a boundary on when, where, and who can be present at big discussions. Okay, so another boundary that I had. Do you have like more like in-depth topics or discussion about boundaries? Because I was just going to run through like just different boundaries. No, I, I think running through boundaries is, is great. I mean, that's the majority of what I have, we talked about how boundaries are healthy. Um, they keep good things in and, and bad things out. Um, I, I, we need to do the specifics because before I, boundaries sounded like a great topic. And then when I thought about it in detail, I'm like, like I can think of one or two, but having very specific examples really it helped me see what boundaries we do already, we already have. Do. We just don't. Oh, that's a boundary. We just or, don't say the word, I guess. No. But boundaries are like, it's a very um, relevant term right now. Oh, now it's society and yeah, everything. That's everybody's oh, just yeah. talking about boundaries and, you know, and. I haven't heard anybody talk about them oh. at all. So. Is there a boundary for a screaming kid? Uh. Um. No. So I, did you want to, I'm just going to. Is, was there anything else? That no, you no. Okay. So not, well, the only other thing is boundaries should, they're, they're not just set in stone. They aren't, they, they, they're going to change move, as yes. you change. Yes. Um, I don't want to say always, but once you set a boundary, you still have to be open to it, to compromising and maybe, maybe floating it a little bit. There are some boundaries that are immovable. You know, like I, I get that, um, but just be open to talk about them and whatnot. Yeah. That's so good. just be, just be willing to compromise. Yeah. They're not set in stone forever. Um, but some are. <laughs> yeah. So, like, well, so some are this, like this one here, um, this is an example that, um, a zero tolerance boundary that should always be is any type of physical or emotional abuse. Mm -hmm. Like that's. That's a zero tolerance. That's one that'll never be moved. I can't um, scream, yell, put you down, whether it's in private or, or in public. Um, never lay hands on you. None of that. Absolutely zero tolerance. There's no... Is uh, it zero tolerance for me to do that to you? <laughs> oh, I guess. Uh, this one is... Are we compromising? <laughs> you have to give on some of your other boundaries that's then. That's funny. Um, but that that's... that's that's one out there that not everybody sees growing up that growing up, they might see a little bit of a physical yeah, altercation I guess I, yeah, growing up. Absolutely. You know, so in our lives, that one hasn't manifested itself. Right. Um, but I've seen it manifest in other lives. Um, I remember seeing somebody trying to leave a house or something like that. And this was back in the day of like cordless phones and the dude's trying to leave and the girl grabs the phone and throws the cordless phone out and busts the window on his car. And, um, I don't know. That's Different just, circles, I uh, guess. Phones were like <laughs> mean enough back then to bust the window on a car. They were big and heavy, but, but zero tolerance. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I just got to throw that out there that they're, I mean, heaven have mercy on the guy that if anybody ever lays a hand on my wife or daughter, that's right. You know, you go, I'm, baby. I just don't even. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I'm not going to incriminate myself <laughs> right now. Anyways. Um, so another boundary that is important as a marriage couple to, um, set is relationships with opposite sex. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so we've kind of talked about this in one of our episodes about how we handle opposite sex friendships. Um, not saying that you can't have single friends, but as a married couple, it's probably in your best interest to hang out with married friends for a majority of the time. Um, and when dealing with opposite sex friends, like it would never be okay for you to go have dinner with a woman, even if it's just a friend, you know what I mean? It's just not okay. That's a boundary that we've set. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not okay from my perspective. I don't care how much of a sister she is to you or whatever you say. Um, but that should never happen. Um, and communication we've talked about how we always try to loop in the other person when we are messaging someone else and the of the opposite sex um a lot of our friends will message both of us you know it's just it started to become part of they they know it now you know and a lot of and this is kind of where we were I wanted to talk about in the beginning where like, it's not because we don't trust each other. Mm-hmm. It's because we want to reiterate the trust that we already have. And it's, I don't trust other people. And yeah, I don't trust none of you. hundred percent. None of you. It could be the other person. Um, but it also it couldn't, it really, it could be a meaningless relationship that you have with someone from the opposite sex. That's but how they all start. still, that's the thing is you don't want to m- give them the wrong signal. Like, Mm -hmm. why is this married man messaging me? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it just sends the wrong signal. You cover yourself and you cover your testimony and you cover your reputation when you loop the other person in on, on the text or the message. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just, like I said, it's that guard reel. It's that, it's a boundary. It's that protection that you need. There is, um, there is, is physical infidelity there is also emotional infidelity yeah you can cheat on your spouse emotionally right with the opposite sex yes um when you stop confiding in your spouse about things and you find somebody from the opposite sex and you you confide in them and you tell them your troubles and your worries and all that stuff you that is infidelity that is cheating right that's all there is to it um so those boundaries that is very specifically no drama or any of your stuff can come outside of your marriage and go to the opposite sex um i heard a story or no um uh, it was in a a book that we read here recently it was uh, a guy was going to a gym and uh, as he would leave the gym, there was a receptionist there, and he said that she was pretty and all that. And um, he he felt like she was getting a little bit too flirtatious whenever he left the gym. Yeah. So he made it a point to when he left the gym, he would talk about his wife. Yeah. And he wouldn't just say, I'm going home to my wife. You know, he would say... Um, you know, something good about his wife or whatever. And he would specifically use her name in that relationship so that he made sure he was sending the absolute clear signs. He, d- he didn't go up to the lady and say, Hey, I'm married. You need to back off. You know, <laughs> he didn't say that he did it in, in, in the right way. He's, yeah. you know, Oh yeah. My wife, or, or uh, his wife was Selena or something. He's like, Selena, I are going out to dinner tonight. You know, it's our anniversary or, something you know but, right. but but you you and you can't just say my wife because that's that could be an object at that point in time but when you when you say the name about that it's sending clear signs and you're in your you're establishing boundaries in that opposite sex relationship yeah that's good and a lot of times it's not like i said it's not that we don't trust the other person it is that we care about the perception like me and you oh, have yeah. a ministry, ministry together yeah. and it's not even about the podcast or about our kids, you know, leading the, our kids at our local church. It's not even a ministry like that. It's a ministry of, of the gospel, carrying out the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yep. Like we as a married couple have that ministry together and we have to be careful of what other people see. If you think that, um, 
you know, we've had the debate of, or not the debate, but we've had the conversation about being in a car with someone of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. and how we don't feel like, like that is, that is a boundary that we have. Mm -hmm. I won't be, everybody got their own car. (laughs) I won't be in a car with another man and he won't be in the car with another woman. It's not even that we don't trust each other. It's the perception. What if someone who knew us drove by and saw a woman getting in the back, in the back, even if it's in the back seat and you getting in the front seat, even if there were other people, maybe they didn't see the other man in the front seat. They just saw the woman and you. Yeah. And thou, thou that perception has been established, that person sees you and they're like, oh, he's, He's not doing good. He's years of ministry of, of dotting every I crossing your T's years of that can be broken down, especially now in the social media age with just one photo, one, one rumor, angle one in the wrong post, way. Anything. You know, it's, yep. you just have to be so careful. And the only way you can do that is to be aware that that can happen. And what can we do physically to make sure that that won't happen for mm-hmm. us? And that is, we won't even get in the car. Yeah. And it's, it's tough in a, um, in a, in a business world. It's, it's a little bit easier in the church. Um, because a, a lot of people are aware of that. I was doing the, did you see me doing this? Like weird thing with my hands on. I, was I missed weird. it. In the church. Oh yeah. Um, that's church. <laughs> this is business. Um, but, uh, it, so it's a little more, everybody understands it inside In the, of a church. Yeah. In the professional world of everybody being equal, um, it's a tougher relationship to manage. Um, the boundaries become uncomfortable uh, when you have to talk to people about them, but the conversations need to be had. Um, so that people know where you stand and they, you gotta have, you gotta have the why you gotta have the, I have a ministry right. to protect. Um, I have a, a wife's reputation to protect. Um, I have an image to my children to protect. Right. And I know this is an uncomfortable conversation cause I've had them mm-hmm. that, but this is it professionally. You're awesome. Right. You know, you do great work and all that stuff. We just don't need to ride together. Right. You know? And that's, um, I heard this quote that says, the one who gets mad at you for having boundaries is the one who benefited from you not having any. Ooh. Um, and so I thought that was interesting because it's very true. And we're going to kind of talk in um, more of like family, like how we handle our family aspect, like with in-laws and our immediate family and just some like small boundaries that we have not necessarily like laid out, but that we just, uh, like routinely do, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But in Matthew five thirty seven, um, Jesus says, just say a simple, yes, I will, or no, I won't. And that's just saying like you, your yes needs to be yes. And your no needs to be no. Yeah. And no, as long as you're clear with a simple yes or no, like that's all you have to do. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, your boundary, you've obviously talked to your spouse about it. God's at the center of what you're doing and you just have to have, let your yes be yes and your no be no, Mm -hmm. no matter what, who gets mad at you, who doesn't understand it. Um, because at the end of the day, your marriage is way more important than just a acquaintance or a coworker Mm -hmm. or, you know, a friend that, you know, you grew up with Uh, your ministry, your, your marriage is at the core of your ministry. I mean, if you can't win your family and, and be good at home, um, then you, you, your ministry can't, can't go anywhere. Right. Um, I'm trying to think back. I, I, that conversation brought something back to my memory, but I can't, I can't recall it exactly clearly. But there's something out there about if a man can't run his own household, then he can't be like oh, a yeah. leader in the church. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, there's scripture out there for that. I don't know what it is, but you you got to run your whole household. You, you think you're trying to be a leader at work or or a leader on a, as a baseball coach or any of that stuff. 
But if you can't be a leader and have the right boundaries and all that stuff at your house, then you, you definitely can't do it at church or anywhere else. You've got to be able to run your own show. Yeah. So one of the last um, boundaries that I had before we kind of talk about in-laws or immediate family um, is just to be careful who you follow. Um, I don't really know if maybe you can give insight onto like men having women like in their phones, like needing women in their phone as a contact. Yeah. Um, but I will say that a, like, just be careful who you follow. Um, so we have boundaries with our, who we follow and who. Are you talking like social media contacts or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the way that culture is and the way that the enemy has perverted sex, there are so many, images that can just pop on your screen um in the matter of moments now you're gonna get that on google or on youtube or even facebook just, marketplace even exactly facebook marketplace. like the weirdest thing i'm like four-wheeler four-wheeler what no right and i all of that is wrong and bad in itself but when it is someone that you know okay so we had this instance with someone um who I have been friends with for a very long time and we both have been friends with this person for a very long time. Um, and they asked Jesse to be their friend. And he was like, which he felt was kind of weird because we haven't had communication with this person for a very long time. And he said, Hey babe, this person asked me to be your friend, their friend. What do you think about that? And I was like, Oh, absolutely not. I'm like just a week ago. She was uh, almost naked (laughs) on social media. I'm like, that's not a good idea, you know? And so we have these boundaries that we've set and it is so important, men especially, because there are so many women who like to post (laughs) very provocative images of themselves um, that you as being very visual um, need to make sure that you're holding yourself accountable. And it's the easiest way to do that is to make sure that you're not friends. (laughs) There is like... Nothing that women post that I mean, you all post the most boring crap on Facebook and all that. Anyways, like watch out. <laughs> I have a lot of women listeners. Okay, <laughs> nothing that would like interest me. Okay, you guys post you know spiritual sayings and scriptures and and fashion stuff and look at my Starbucks cup and all that (laughs) that's great i'm glad you guys have that wonderful circle and all that stuff that's a lot of women but there are other women who post (laughs) like naked selfies in the bathroom (laughs) yeah like i'm just telling you i was gonna say when they're like taking a dump if a guy's posting (laughs) something in a bathroom (laughs) anyways no uh no i follow like um anything for sale in hancock county with four wheels and an engine like that's the name of one of the groups like i'm like that i'm like look at this buick lesaber for sale brooke and you're like no or no but that's that and um yeah i just follow but, funny <laughs> christian memes yeah like funny st- like that's what i want on my I social know, media i know i know you do but i'm just saying that i'm saying girls don't post that so i got there, no reason to follow them there boundaries. are men are more su- susceptible to it not that women aren't um, you know, women, if you are friends with a male who you think is attractive, um, just unfollow. It's not worth damaging your marriage. I unfriend too. <laughs> unfriend and unfollow. I'm just, I'm done. But. I don't need that stuff. It's out there and it's not that we don't know that it's out there. Like you can go to a beach and there are women not wearing any clothing if we had the boundaries with the ocean the salt water in the backyard we wouldn't have to go to the beach and wouldn't have to be threatened by that so god if you're listening so i think it's important to just bounce your eyes you know but at the same time bounce your eyes bounce your eyes like obviously you see when you're at the beach obviously you see a woman without oh you mean don't like you you saw it okay now let's look the other way yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like bounce your eyes off you're not staring and like oh Listen, if we're on the beach, you know me, I'm out 30 feet into the water, like my eyes burning because I'm opening them in the ocean and all that all right, stuff. So, okay. So what do you have to say about boundaries with in-laws or immediate family or? the Those boundaries change once you get married. 
yeah that, that they do um i mean i kind of talked about it earlier that um you can absolutely smash your spouse by having a, a relationship with uh, a family member where you share things that you should not share right so there, there are boundaries in that um there there are boundaries about how i talk about your family and about how you talk about my family i'm not going to badmouth your family i i shouldn't if i see something in your family or you see something in my family we will probably politely talk about it but we know when it needs to stop there are boundaries about that there there shouldn't be bad mouthing or anything yeah we can highlight stuff but then just kind of just kind of move on from that i think in the beginning of our marriage we didn't have boundaries set like when we first got married we spent every weekend like one day we would go to his parents yeah. and the oh. next day we on the, like Saturday would be his parents and then Sunday would be There was my a boundary parents. not to let that get out of balance. And Two weekends it in was a row. so Ooh. exhausting. Like it it stressed me out, you know? It and did. that is what boundaries are for. If if I was literally not healthy in that for someone who's an introvert and likes like alone time and quiet and peace and to like have something okay, social media have something every weekend and both days of the weekend you know mm -hmm. but we felt the need to oh we got to go over and see your family and then if we don't then like my family is going to be upset and then it was vice versa so like every other weekend, oh they would too and i'm just like they love that baby girl though yeah, they love them babies. And that's the thing though like it's it's not necessarily that it's like you're mad at them or that you don't want to spend time with them. That is it, not what it is. It's not a bad thing. It's, it needed to be contained. It had gotten like, woo, and it was just overwhelming. And that is something like the time that we were talking about protecting your time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like we've developed a lot better, um, at doing that. Oh yeah. Over the years. Um, but that was a boundary that it was, it was just, we didn't know we needed. We didn't know we needed. We didn't know we needed. If somebody would have created a podcast before podcasts were really <laughs> yeah. huge and told us about it. Yeah. Um, but it's a thing. It's a something to pay attention to that. Um, and, and we were young when you're, you're, you're raised in a family and you're used to habitually spending so much time with them. And then you start your own family. It's hard to find that balance of your other families are so used to seeing you that much that they have to learn the new boundaries and they will over time. You might or might not have to have those conversations. Yeah. And if you do have to have those conversations, it's just, um, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Like you can share them and let them know like, this isn't because we're mad at you. This isn't because we don't want to hang out with you. Mm -hmm. This is just for the best for our family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it may change. It, yeah. It, it changes over the years as kids come and go. Eventually the kids get... Now we have three kids and now nobody wants them. <laughs> yeah, where's everybody? <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> um, uh, but that's... You, you... You... It's hard to get alone time. It is. Yeah. So you utilize all your resources within boundaries. And even, I mean, using your resources. Your resources have boundaries. Um, I knew this one uh, married couple growing up where every Saturday night they dropped their kid and then kids as their relationship progressed, um, their marriage progressed at his parents. And every Saturday night they had free. That was like the night of the week they had free then. And I'm like, good for you. That ain't bad, but that was their boundary. I don't know how much they used them or anything. They're, they were only like three houses apart from each other. So. It wasn't a big deal, um, but your resources have boundaries. Don't wear them out. Be respectful of their boundaries also. Also, yeah, their time, Yeah, you know, their investment. It's they great. love your kids. They yeah. love your family and all that stuff, but, but they work hard. They got other stresses in their life. They need their alone time Yeah. also. So just don't be like, well, you, you should want to see them. They're your family, you know? Yeah. They have boundaries. They need their alone time too. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, any other last minute comments? We didn't talk about finances. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't. Uh, 
Go ahead, baby. Give us the Bruh. last. He's going to bring this boundary. Oh, no. This was just a, a tickler for the next episode. Where the whole next episode is going to be about money. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't be able to survive. Just know that most likely in your godly designed relationship, you two are different. Um, any budgeting courses or anything you go through, you'll hear a lot of, in a married couple, there's one spender and one saver. Um, and that might change a little bit as somebody gets into a passion for something, you know, they might start spending money on something where normally they wouldn't. Um, but just understand that they're, that you're put together for a reason for a balance and you need to set some boundaries. One, the spender's going to need to spend. So the boundary can't be zero. It can't be no spend. Praise God. Um, it ain't that number either that you're thinking of. But just know that there should be boundaries because people can get hurt when they're like, you know, I think I'm going to buy me a little something now. And you've been good and whatnot. And then you go look in the bank account and there ain't enough in there to get you a cheeseburger, you know. Um, and then you start getting mad at the other person because you don't have financial boundaries and you haven't talked about them. And you need money and you need boundaries on your money so be talking about that but there's a boundary on how much you can talk about money oh yeah 100 percent. there is i love to talk can about you talk about it all day long uh, and i'm literally i won't like, spend it say, but i love to talk about it if you bring up money one more time i'd love to talk about not spending it <laughs> i know and it's depressing i'm like over here dying gasping for air I ain't bought a jersey in two weeks. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> but but uh, there is a boundary of that. Also, there there is a boundary, and um, and it it's up for compromise. Um, every once in a while, I'll let the boundary down for a short while, and I'll be like, "Have at it, Brooke, <laughs> go!" And Lord, does she go! <laughs> and then I'm like, "Hey." Like, we're going to, like... Gonna stop gonna, anytime soon. You're like, oh, I didn't know that, like... I'm he like, was and done. I, and I start, I start raising that boundary. You didn't tell me the boundary uh, in the end. I, I, I start raising that boundary a little bit. She starts to feel the pressure, so she, you know, and then... And then it's like, okay. last minute shopping. It's okay. Well, I just need a few more things. I'm like, okay, well, I just need one more pair of Carhartt overhauls. And I'm like, sweet, so. that's like... I can do two more things now. Yeah. <laughs> It was two for one. Oh, we got it. We got it. Okay, we're going to have to go back, guys. We'll be back. We're going to talk about our boundaries. But that was, that was I, had to, I had to roll the money boundary into it because um, I, going through all of these podcasts, um, there are things that are leading causes of divorces. And finances is up in, you know, the top three or four infidelity is one you know infidelity is a monster because you don't have the right because boundaries. you don't have boundaries in, in place mm-hmm. you know um like you said money was one um Irre- ir- irreconcilable differences, differences i think was like all the number in irreconcilable differences um infidelity i had a whole a whole list of them and and finances are like up there and all of those are a result of boundaries the irreconcilable differences you're not getting enough time together. Right. You're, you're not, you're not spiritually on the same page. You're not setting boundaries saying, this is who we are. This, this is us. And you're not contri- You're not trying to come back together. You're not re- trying to reconcile your relationship in a spiritual manner. Um, and then the infidelity, obviously you don't have the right boundaries on, um, on your phone. intimacy yeah. on what you see on your phone something's pulling you away and then and a lot of the infidelity issues could be because you're not setting a boundary with your spouse like maybe you're not getting that need met yeah and a lot of the times that's what happens is you've lost that intimacy with your spouse and so you seek it from an outside source mm-hmm. when if you'd set a boundary um i don't know once twice three times a week or whatever you decide um, together that you make it a priority, like then you won't be searching for yeah. it somewhere else. So it, boundaries are so, like I said, it's a preventative thing to keep your relationship healthy and happy and prosperous. And that is something that, um, a lot of marriages don't even think about, you know, they don't even think about setting boundaries, having the conversation, Hey, we don't have boundaries. Like, what do you think about 
you know, setting some, making some, you know, have that conversation because what happens is a lot of times your marriage is spiraling down and it's too late at that point. A lot of people feel it's too late at that point that the marriage is just wasted. And so that's when the divorce comes in and that's when the finance becomes an issue. That's when infidelity happens and all of that can be prevented. That's what boundaries are. It's preventing those things from happening. Yeah. If you find yourself repeatedly getting butt hurt about something that something is annoying you and it's just getting under your skin and every time you take it you get like clenched up in the jaw and all that or every time you hear it see it um be like hey i think we need to sit down and talk about this and we need to get a boundary on this yep or even like if you're finding your like you guys aren't agreeing on something or you keep messing up is really good if you keep messing up if you keep texting a girl that you're not supposed to if you keep messaging someone on facebook that you know you're not supposed to a boundary needs to be set between you and your wife that person needs to be taken off maybe there needs to be some type of accountability Mm -hmm. between you and your wife or husband if that is an issue you know just keep your eyes open like we talked about even though you have the boundaries set you still have to be vigilant and watchful there were it's years ago in our relationship um my Facebook account, I gave it to Brooke. I said, go through my contacts. I said, because there was too many. I wasn't going to go through it. I didn't care. And uh, I said, just go through it. Delete whoever. I don't care who you delete. Just delete them. And then, um, so we did that at one point in time. And then years ago, um, I was on Facebook. And uh, somebody had, like, commented on my some, on, on something that was out there. And Brooke didn't really like that. And I said, well, let's just delete Facebook. Let's just get that boundary going. So I just deleted Facebook for years and whatnot. Um, yeah, I am on it more active. I've been getting more comments. I ain't no, it's important to my ministry. It's a ministry tool for me. Uh, Brooke and I have been through a lot in our lives. I've been through a lot personally and it's a way for me to reach out to people. Um, but it has boundaries. Yeah. And it's like, whatever it is that is causing the conflict in your marriage, that needs boundaries like it is it is worth letting go of you know what i mean if there is someone that is causing issues in your marriage if there is something that causes conflict if um you know i've i've heard so many people that like if you're in a working environment and there is a um someone that is flirting with you or like your job is not as important as your marriage. If, nope. if you have to get away and it's leave an that employee's environment out there, you then can go wherever leave you it. want, you know, mm-hmm. you can find a job somewhere else. Um, your marriage is important and you need to make sure that you are being watchful and you're placing those boundaries. You, um, if you, as far as your job goes, if you die or leave or anything at your job, no matter how irreplaceable you think you aren't, they will replace you Yeah, it, within else. within days, maybe weeks or something. But they're going to find somebody else if they need. You're something. not that important. <laughs> You're not that important. But at home, you are irreplaceable yes. in your marital relationship. You yeah. cannot be replaced at home. Right. That's good. That's a good point to end on. Um, so we hope that you... We've reached the boundary of this, of this discussion. Discussion. So we we're going to call it a night. We're going to call it a day. We're going to call it... We're just done. A podcast. A, a video. So I'm going to ask Jesse to pray us out and we will get out of here. All righty. Definitely, Father, uh, what a great... God, you are to allow us to just speak of all of the good things that you've done in our life, Lord God, um, for the the glory that is brought to you through our marriage, um, only because of your actions, you're saving us, you're getting us through um, all of the junk that we've been through, Lord God. Uh, Lord God, we pray for everybody listening, uh, that you just, you be with them, that you put these lessons inside of their hearts, Lord, that you teach them about boundaries that you help them uh, have soft hearts, open minds as they talk about it and establish these boundaries inside of their own marriage, inside of their relationship, Lord God. Let the boundaries strengthen them. Um, Let the boundaries keep them together. And uh, Lord, let it keep the good things in and the bad things out, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. 
True Selfie fam, it is Brooke, and I just wanted to take a minute and thank you so much for listening to our episode today. I wanted to let you know that there are plenty of ways that you can support this podcast. What you just did right now is supporting it just by listening, and I just want to say I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from, or you can financially support, whether it be through clicking the more feature tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast and that gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions that's right as little as 99 cents and you can also support through my website it's brookgunther.com by clicking the donate tab where you can do one-time contributions or monthly contributions um, that are accepted through paypal or you can use your debit or credit card however you support i just want you to know that i appreciate you